Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 11th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. And you know what? We need it. We are called to walk and live by faith. And then if we really want to live by faith, we have to develop patience. We have to add patience to our faith so we're able to hold on for the long haul so we are able to become the men and women that God has called us to be for such a time as this and so that we can get out of us everything that God deposited on the inside of us before we die. That's the goal, right? The goal is to find it. The goal is to follow it. The goal is to finish it before you die. So let's deal with it. Faith and Patience, part 41. The title of today's message is Celebrate your victories along the way. If you really want to hold on for the long haul, you have to learn how to celebrate your victories along the way, how to give God some praise. I'm telling you, today you're going to learn that patience, a praise will fuel your patience. If you want to learn how to be patient, you got to give God some praise. Learn how to give God some praise along the way. Let's deal with it. James 1, 2 through 4, the Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, you know what? You should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can, for you know that when your faith is tested, it actually develops something inside of you. It develops inside of you the power to endure all things, and then when this patient endurance is growing inside of you stronger and stronger and stronger, it releases perfection or maturity into every area, every aspect of your life until the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking and nothing broken, and you are mature. You, you are the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Say amen to that. All right. In Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, the Bible says that there is a time and a season for everything. I know that you've been waiting a long time. I know that I've been waiting a long time, but there's a time, there's a season for everything. And guess what? Everything in your life is going to happen at just the right time. And then Genesis 41 verses 50 through 52, the Bible says that Joseph had two sons before the famine came. So during the time of plenty, he had two sons. He named the first one Manasseh, which means God has caused me to forget the pain of my past. He named the second boy Ephraim, which means double prosperity. He says, God has prospered me in my land of sorrow. We dealt with that yesterday. So what does this mean to you today about celebrating your victories along the way? Now that we've read the scripture, we've established everything, the foundation is set, we're ready for the word. You ready? I know I'm ready. So what does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning. I want you to open up your heart to receive. Three things. Number one, here we go. Number one, you will need to encourage yourself along the way. Encourage yourself. So listen, I'm, I'm teaching in this series how to believe God for the long haul. So I'm not talking about small stuff. I'm talking about big stuff. As believers, we must learn to add patience to our faith for major things. While we're, when we're believing God for something major, we have to realize, recognize, acknowledge that something major with God is not going to happen overnight. So we have to develop grit, determination, perseverance. And this is what this series is all about. So if we hold on long enough, we are going to see the promises of God manifest but how do you hold on long enough? Rick, how do you keep going without giving up? Like, I mean, so, okay, here's one of the keys. Encourage yourself. Learn to encourage yourself along the way. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. We've been looking at Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. But, you know, so in Ecclesiastes 3, God is saying, there's a time for this and a time for that. There's a time for this and a time for that. And in all of this time, 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 in Ecclesiastes 3 and 11, God breaks out of time and talks about eternity 
right? So let me read it for you. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 from the Amplified Bible. The Bible says that God has made everything beautiful in its time. So there, there's a time for things to manifest, right? So God has made everything beautiful in his time. And then the Bible says this, listen, lean in, focus in on this one. You got it? He has also planted eternity. He grabbed something out of eternity. He implants eternity in men's hearts, in men's minds, and it becomes, watch this, a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy, yet so that men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. He's saying that God will take something out of eternity about you, about your life, and he will implant it in your heart and in your mind. And when he does, this is a major thing, right? Major thing. And when God takes something from eternity and puts it in your heart, something from eternity and puts it in your mind, and you're like, okay, I got it. I can see it. You will never be satisfied until you become what you saw. If you really believe it, you will never be satisfied until you become what you saw. In Genesis chapter 41, I was I, I was looking at this text and I'm like, Lord, show me. Joseph is a blessed man by this text. Okay, he got it. He's a, He's blessed. He has a wife. He has two kids. He is rich. He has power. He's the prime minister of a thriving nation. The plan is working. Everything is seeming great. But at the back of his mind, but at the bottom of his heart, I know that Joseph was not satisfied. You know why? Because the dream had not come to pass yet. And I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to know that you are blessed. I know what it feels like for other people to look at you and say, wow, you really are blessed. But then even though you're blessed, right? Even though you're blessed and you look around and you're like, yeah, I'm blessed. I got it. But I'm still not satisfied. Why? Because I haven't become what I saw. I mean, God put these glimpses in my heart about my future and, and I would never be satisfied until I become what God said. And so, so while I am blessed and I, I'm looking around, I have to encourage myself. I have to look around and say, okay, well, this is not the thing, but it is a thing to give God some praise about. It may not be the thing, but I should be thankful for the things that God has done. You know what I'm saying? So while you're waiting on God, while you're believing God, while you're holding on, while at the bottom of your heart, while in the back of your mind, there's some things that haven't come to pass yet, you should still learn to give God praise for the now while you're waiting on tomorrow. Say amen to that. Number two, it is important to take self-inventory from time to time and to count your blessings. I got it. Listen, uh, I spent time last night and this morning asking God to show me. I was like, Holy Spirit, I want to imagine Joseph, right? I mean, so so show me Joseph. I want I want to see. I can see Joseph, you know, hanging out with his wife. I can see Joseph with his two boys. Come here, son. Giving him a hug. I can see Joseph with the smile on his face. While, while the dream had not come to pass yet, and the dream was at the bottom of his heart, and the dream was at the back of his mind, I could still see Joseph being thankful, being happy, giving God praise. I'm saying that, listen, you are going to, if you want to hold on for the long haul, you are going to have to, from time to time, take self-inventory. You know, I, I got it that you're stuck right now between your history and your destiny. <laughs> I got it. I got it right now, right now. that You're in the middle in between your history and your destiny. But in that spot, you still have to learn how to give God some praise. You still have to learn how to look around and count your blessings. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not where I want to be, but I doggone it, I'm not where I used to be either. And so I got to learn to give God some praise because your praise will fuel your patience. Let me say that again. Your praise will fuel your patience. Take self-inventory 
count your blessings and give God some praise. This is how you're going to be able to hold on for the long haul. Maybe this is not the thing yet, but it's a thing that you can give God praise for. So don't, don't fail to give God praise for your today while you're waiting on your tomorrow. You got it? And then number three, I only have three things for you this morning, but this last one is a major point. Establish altars today that will keep you going tomorrow. Let me talk about altars. You got to establish some altars in your life. If you've been listening to today's word for a while, I've talked about this before. You must establish some altars in your life. In biblical times, an altar was a place of worship. It was a place of sacrifice, but there were also physical altars of remembrance. And so when God did something major, for the nation of Israel, what they did was they said, hold on, hold on, let's not leave. Let's establish an altar. They took stones or they built something, but they established an altar to remind themselves and also to remind generations to come of what God had done. And as a born again believer, as a blood bought believer, while you're waiting on God for the big thing, yes, you have eternity implanted in your heart. You have eternity implanted in your mind and you will never be satisfied until you become what you saw. I got it. I I know what it's like. Believe me, I live this every day. But while you're doing that, you still got to have some altars of remembrance. You still got to be able to look back and say, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to remind myself of the goodness of God. I have to have reminders uh, uh, that I can go back to and point to and say, you know what? This is what God has done because altars help you to patiently endure. Those altars become a place of worship. Those altars become a place where you can go back to and say, hold on, hold on. God, I want to, I want you to know that I don't take your blessings lightly. I want you to know that I'm not going to forget what you have done. I want you to know that every once in a while, you know, from time to time, right now we're still in the middle of a lockdown, COVID-19. So maybe maybe you're out there walking with your kids. Maybe you're riding your bike. And while you're out there with the kids and you're just walking and you're doing, hey, let's get out the side of the house and let's just walk for a minute. And you're out there walking. You're just thinking about glory to God, the things that God has done. Maybe, maybe you look at, like I could look at my boys and say, hold on, I look at this boy right here. Oh, okay, okay. Hold, let me see this right here. I'm looking at this boy and and when a boy, yeah, I remember when that boy right there, the doctor said he had a hole in his heart and I could see the hole in his heart on the x-ray and the Holy Spirit inside of me said he doesn't have a hole and come back in two weeks. And I, and I said, Lord, I received it. And we came back in two weeks and they took another x-ray and the x-ray showed that there was no hole and the doctor was baffled and I was giving God praise. I remember that. Or maybe I look at this other boy right here and I remember that that boy was born at three pounds and that boy was born, he, he could fit right here in the size of right here. His whole body was in this hand and I don't have big hands. I mean, his whole body was right there. He was three pounds. He was born at 28 weeks and the doctor said his lungs would not be developed. And the doctor said his eyes would not be developed. And the doctor said that he was not going to be able to breathe on his own. But father, when he came out of that womb, he started screaming. He didn't have to get intubated. Right now he's seven years old. He's healthy. He's strong. And he has nothing going. I mean, zero medical issues whatsoever. Father, I'm going to give you some praise. So yeah, maybe you haven't done what, what I'm waiting on yet. Maybe you haven't yet. Yeah, I'm still waiting. There's some things I'm still believing God for. Yeah, I know that this thing is going to take some time, but doggone it. If I need to encourage myself, I'm going to look back so I can look forward. I'm going to look back and look, oh, hey, hey, look at that right there. That's an altar. I remember this time. I remember that time. I remember, no, no, you brought me too far to fail, Father. You have always been on my, your hand is on me. You're, I'm seeing, 
my God, I have to give you praise. So you have to go back. And then these things, these altars of remembrance become a tool uh, for, for your legacy. You got to remind your children of what God has done. I sit my children down and I let them know that I was hit by a car when I was three years old. I was hit by a Lincoln Continental in 1975. That thing was like a tank. It was made out of steel. There was no fiberglass on that thing. And I had blood coming out of my ears and my nose and my mouth. And I was unconscious. And my, my mom had just lost her husband and she thought she was about to lose her only son and she takes me in the cab to the hospital and she's I'm bleeding all over her and, and, and there's blood all in the cab and she says and I'm lifeless and she says Lord if you would spare this boy I will give him up to you and in that moment I woke up and she dedicated me to God and I have to let them know that yes God's hand is on my life God's hand is on your life you have to encourage yourself there are going to be times look at me as I close there are going to be days where you don't feel like it. There are going to be days where you don't feel like a Christian. There are going to be days where you don't feel like faith. You don't feel like nothing. Like there are going to be days where you get up and you just don't feel like it. And I got it. And I tell you all the time that you got to walk by faith and not by feelings, but we're still human. And there are going to be those days. There are going to be those days where you don't feel like nothing. You ain't feel, you don't feel like going to church. You don't feel like giving God no praise. But on those days, you have to go back and remind yourself of the goodness of God. And you got to go back and trace yourself and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, God has been too good to me for me not to give him praise. I am going to give him praise. You got to learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. God is the God of your past. He's the God of your present. He's the God of your future. He's the God of your yesterday. He's the God of your today. And he's the God of your tomorrow. He's the God of your already. He's the God of your right now. And he's the God of your not yet. I'm saying you got to learn how to give God praise for all of it. And that's how you encourage yourself. And your praise becomes the fuel for your patience. And now, once you're in that moment, you can hold on. You can stand, having done all to stand. And when you don't feel like standing, when you don't think you can stand, the grace of God will envelop you and overtake you. And you will feel emboldened and you will keep on standing. You will become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. You will do what God has sent you to this planet to accomplish. You will get out of you everything that God placed in you while you're in the land of the living. Greater is coming for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Glory to God. <laughs> Ooh, I feel it. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for snatching portions of my destiny from the halls of eternity and implanting divine glimpses of my future in my heart and in my mind. These things become an eternally implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun, <laughs> but you can satisfy. I will never be satisfied until I become what I saw. And Father, I establish altars of remembrance. So when I need encouragement, I look back. I don't look back to get stuck there. I look back to rejoice. I look back to give you praise. And then I look forward with great expectation. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, 
Go to todaysword.org and sign up. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Put in your email address there. There's a big red subscribe button and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, if you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, leave me some comments in the chat. But this is a message you might need to, to watch again. I'm talking about major things. And if you're going to hold on for something major to happen, you are going to have to learn how to celebrate the victories along the way, how to give God praise along the way, because your praise will fuel your patience. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.